0: I've always believed there's a god. I didn't really utilize that for for many years. I was in the mortgage business for a while and I was running and gunning owning my own mortgage company having some massive success. I I did it for 22 years and uh things changed in 2008. I'm sure you probably heard about the uh the debacle that we were involved in, right? Yeah, I went from from making hundreds of thousands of dollars every month to nothing overnight and it you know and I, I first want to say like it wasn't like I'm not victim. It wasn't like You know, oh, my God, like this happened to me. Forget frequently asked questions.
1: Common sense, common knowledge or Google. How about advice from a real genius? Ninety five percent of people in any profession are good enough to be qualified and licensed. Five percent go above and beyond. They become very good at what they do, but only point one percent are real geniuses. Richard Jacobs has made it his life's mission to find them for you. He hunts down and interviews geniuses in every field. Sleep science, cancer, stem cells, ketogenic diets, and more. Here come the geniuses. This is the Finding Genius Podcast with Richard Jacobs.
2: Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with the Finding Genius Podcast. I have uh, Daniel Krenzel. He's the founder of what's called Godspeed. We're going to talk about what it means to walk with God. The website is GodspeedwithDaniel dot So we're gonna go into his backstory and what he's working on today. So welcome Daniel.
0: Thank you for having me, Rich. If you would tell me a bit about your history and um,
2: you know, have you always been a faith or, you know, what's your journey been like up until this point?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I uh gosh, to make a long story short, I've always believed there's a God. I didn't really utilize that for for many years. I was in the mortgage business for a while and I was running and gunning owning my own mortgage company having some massive success. I I did it for 22 years and uh things changed. In 2008, I'm sure you probably heard about the uh the debacle that we were involved in, right?
2: Oh yeah, I was uh, around. I got my butt kicked in that one too. But yeah, I was
0: around. <laughs> yeah, I went from from making hundreds of thousands of dollars every month to nothing overnight and it you know, and I, I first want to say like it wasn't like I'm not victim. It wasn't like you know, oh my God, like this happened to me. No, I just, I decided at that point when things changed not to do what it took to like, figure it out, to like make the money in the industry a different way. Like, I was just like, Hey, it was too easy. We made all this money and now I'm done. And it was, it was horrible for a while, a couple of years. I, I was drowning myself in, in a bottle drinking from morning until night.
2: Oh man. How did you, um, I mean, I'm sure it affected your family very negatively and you, how did you start to come out of that and when,
0: yeah. Well, it was March of 2008 where literally the market changed completely. It flipped upside down. I wasn't able to hang on to anything. I lost my house, the cars, the business. She left. She took the kids. Like I had no custody. I had no money. I had no cars, no business. And I was drinking with any money that I could, I could get my hands on. I would just buy alcohol and I would drink. And uh, hey. got to a point to where I had no place to go. So I called my dad and I'm like, Dad, I need a place to stay can you help me? And he's like, yeah, you can come and you can stay. And he's like, son, I thought you were rich. I was like, dad, I was like last month. <laughs> he's like, um, wow. Well, yeah, you can come, you can come home. You can, you're going to have to stay on the couch because you can't stay in the spare bedrooms. That's where my office is. That's where I make a living. So for two years, I literally drank from morning until night. I would drink. start drinking when I'd wake up. And then I would drink all the way until I'd pass out, because I just didn't want to wow. feel the pain, you know,
2: huh, right, hey, and you did this at your at your father's house as well,
0: yeah, I was literally living on his couch in the living room, you know I'm like twenty what was it almost thirty years old at the time, and uh grown man, and all I could do was just drink like I didn't want to feel anything, and my dad wasn't happy about it. But at the same time, my dad would look at me and he just knew like there there like I was like a skeleton of myself, like there was nowhere I could go my kids I couldn't see my kids and and i don't you know I don't blame the situation like it it I wasn't a father I needed to be and um I wasn't making the money that, that i I used to make I wasn't even making money to support myself so it was it was all yeah,
2: sound I don't know how you dealt with that that's like unbelievably hard, but you know that's amazing strength you had to come through that that's that's crazy.
0: Well, thank you. So it was, it was God that stepped in. I don't know what would have happened if this didn't happen the way exactly it did. I literally woke up one morning. It was literally two years of me doing this, this, this rhythm of just waking up drinking and drinking until I passed out on the couch. And I wake up one morning, I'm walking to the kitchen and I'm like ready to, to, to get my drink on, you know, like it's, it's morning. And instead of going into the kitchen I walked into the back door and I walked in the backyard and I started walking around in the backyard my dad's house and I heard God speak to me and he said son you're done drinking huh. and I'm like okay <laughs> yeah was it, it was, um,
2: was it was it audible or what you know I'm very curious on how, you know God speaks to people in one way or another so like can you describe literally in any way specifically what happened what did you
0: experience yeah so I'm walking in the backyard and like i'm not sober but it's been six hours of me not drinking so i'm, I'm foggy you know rich like it was the most sober i've been <laughs> for for a long time with six hours of not drinking because yeah. i was sleeping you know it's like it's so, like
2: being burnt after people uh you know smoke weed or do other drugs i guess they're just burnt the next day in a way Like you said foggy, yeah
0: yeah exactly so i hear this this voice and this voice is i can hear it in my mind it's almost like the voice is right in front of me or right above me. And it's speaking down on me. It's loud. It's authoritative. It's booming. It has bass to it. It has all of those things. But at the same time, there was like this certainty and calm about it that came with all of of, the, of these, you know, descriptions. And I was like, what is going on? I like look to my left and my right. Like, is my dad in the backyard? Even though it doesn't sound like my dad, wasn't my dad. So I start talking back to this voice. I said, What do you mean I'm done drinking? And who is this? It's like, it's me, <laughs> son. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, it's me. It's God. You're done. Don't drink again.
2: Did the voice and say I, it's God or it just said it's me? Yes.
0: Or? Yeah, no, he 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 named himself. He said, This is me. This is God. Do not drink again. Wow, Did and that,
2: were you Were you like shocked to your core or whatever?
0: Yeah, I was wrecked. I was wrecked because first off, God is speaking to me. Like I like I said, Rich, I've known of a God. Like I grew up in front of a Catholic church when I was a kid back in Ohio. You know, like I I understand church. We would go to church, you know, once a year. It wasn't like a thing, but I like knew of God, but I never had a conversation with with God until this point. And it's going back and forth. I'm like, how do I stop? And he's like just stop. You're done. And I want to just kind of fill you in on this a little rich. Like I was trying to stop drinking for years, even before this two year stint of drinking all day. Like when I was making all the money I was making, I was celebrating drinking, you know, like, Oh, I closed the deal. Let's get drunk. Let's party. Or I didn't close the deal. Let's drink. There's a reason to drink, man. I'm pissed off. And then now I'm not making any money. I have nothing. Now I'm going to drink. Like it was always a reason to drink. Mm -hmm. So when this voice hits me, I'm like, how am I going to do this? He's like, you're done. It was very, very different. Like I, I don't, I don't think I've ever felt anything like this before in my life.
2: Did you feel cravings go away, or like what else did you experience from that moment?
0: Yeah, I, it was taken from me. So this was July seventh of two thousand and ten. I have not had a drink or used drugs since, not one time, and I haven't even had the urge to do it.
2: That's, that's really good. Yeah, I mean, from what I understand, people that are alcoholics. Um, they, let, they can have like terrible physiological withdrawals, but I mean, did, did you have those or no, you were okay.
0: I didn't really have a lot of physical withdrawals, which was, which was really nice. I didn't have any of that. What I had was I was sitting on my dad's couch for a couple of days in a row, like not knowing like what to do. Like my, my brain was like the clouds were lifting, you know, the, this like cloud that was over me that I like poisoned myself with all this alcohol. It was like leaving. And I remember sitting there, I'm like, I gotta get my shit together. Like, I got to make some money. Like I got to get out of my dad's house. I'm, uh, I'm a man. Like, what am I doing here? I can't see my kids. I got to be a father. They missed their father. Like there were so many things going on in my mind. And so I went to work. I started making money and it was exciting. I I got into a network marketing business. Cause you know, you can always find a job in a network marketing business, Rich. Have you ever, you ever been across anything like that before?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Many years ago. Yep. Before we continue. the ability to see ahead in our interview calendar and ask questions of upcoming guests, transcripts of podcasts you're interested in the ability to request specific topics or guests and more visit finding and click support us today. Now back to the show.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, they caught me and I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. So I became one of the top executives in this company and I was making, you know, good money, but, but it wasn't like mortgage money and quickly I was like, okay, I got to get out of this thing. Like, this is not what I'm used to making. Like, you know, 10, 20, $30,000 a month is not what I used to make. So I got back in the mortgage business and I was sober. I was listening to God from time to time. Like God would speak to me and he would like, he would like drive, drive my path a certain way. He would give me some advice.
2: um, Did you have to pray to get him to speak to you or he just would pop in there and do it? It was both actually.
0: Sometimes it would, it would just be information. Sometimes I would ask like, what do I do now? But there was no like rhyme or reason. There was no rhythm. It was just, it was just kind of periodic throughout, you know, a few years like that. But it was, it was very apparent that something was happening though, because my mortgage career took off like it never took off before. Like I, I was making so many closings and so many families, like moving into homes. I was helping them that the owner of the company, the mortgage company I was working with at the time, he said, you can't go anywhere. You, you got to stay here. And I'm like, okay, how are you going to keep me? And he's like, you're now an owner of the company, a part owner. Here's your stake in the company. Here is, you know, the, the revenue that I'm going to share with you. Everything is here and um, just do a good job. And here's your own team. And he just started throwing stuff at me. And I built that business to to a huge business to where I was, uh, I had my own building, my own branch, my own team. I had five operations, full-time employees. And then I had part-time employees at the corporate office helping us with funding and drawing and stuff. And it was It was incredible. Like we, you know, I was back. I had the kids in my life. I was healthy. I wasn't drinking. I was doing the right thing. I was closing mortgages, making money. I mean, everything was great. um,
2: What did you feel like after the first conversation with God ended? Were you shell shocked? And then, you know, the time it happened again, like the next time it happened, what what did did your perception start to change that you were getting this direct connection and hearing from him?
0: Yeah. So I was freaked out, Rich, at the beginning, like freaked out. I, I, this is such a great, this is such a great question, the way that you presented it. Like it it was, I was completely shell shocked, like, like Ninja Turtles kind of thing. You're right. Like that's how I was at the beginning at the very first conversation. But then as I would like ask for advice or he would give me advice, like I would take action on what he told me. And then like it would, the situation would work out way better than I could ever imagine it to work out. And then I was like stacking this evidence on top of each other like okay wait a minute god told me to stop drinking and now my life is way better god told me to make this move in business and now my business is way better god told me to make this move on fathering my children and i did and now my relationships with my kids are way better and it was just like
2: evidence yeah tell me some of those specifics like if you can recall what did he tell you in regards to your children or in regards to your business if you don't mind sharing
0: yeah absolutely so with the kids so he was very strategic on what I was supposed to do with my kids. Like my, so I have six kids now collectively. Back when I was first walking and and, and doing this, I didn't have as many. I had two. So when I first started this, um, it was it was make exciting God, because I say to you, go make more. He didn't say go and make more. No, but as I'm as I'm like listening, he would he would tell my he would tell me like with my older son, he'd be like, you need to shoot baskets with him. So we would go out and shoot baskets. And all of a sudden, like there would be like a bond that was so like strong because that's like what my son wanted. And then like my daughter, like I don't go shoot baskets with my daughter. That's not what she wanted. You know, she wanted me to talk about her social media. She wanted me to talk about things that she was into. So I would start doing that. And then like the relationship would flourish. Mm -hmm. And I started noticing that it was just happening. And and then business was crazy. So he like put the, the ideas in my mind to build a call center. So I did. And I was like completely positioned for the very beginning of the refi boom where I remember when the refi, refi boom hit, I think it started about five years ago, maybe six years ago when it really was like intense before the COVID. There was there was a refi boom even before COVID, before the rates even dropped like they, like they did. And I had all of these callers calling and it was because of his idea to like build this and expand this and like stretch me, you know, and I had a lot of payroll out, but like we we did really well because I had you know a lot of leverage, so there was a lot of things that God was doing, that's why I was so successful in the business and then it was one morning, it was the sixth uh it was the seventh day of the month I'm in the in my office it's five thirty in the morning, no one else is there, it's just me, and I'm looking at my bank accounts and I'm looking at the the last day's transactions, which was the sixth and I'm looking and there's hundred and thirty one thousand dollars deposited in my bank account, and I'm like sweet. And then I'm looking. I'm like, wait, that's kind of early. And I'm like, oh, that was the commissions for six days worth of closings for the month already. I'm like, wow, we're off to a great start, Rich. Like, uh, we're gonna make four hundred, maybe three hundred, four hundred, five hundred thousand this month. Like, I'm excited. And this is what re- this is what was very odd to me. I started feeling myself like selling myself on feeling good that I made the success. Like,
2: what do you mean? I had
0: the car. Well, I like felt empty inside. Like there was like a hole in my chest. Like, I couldn't describe After
2: after this, even with this success, you still felt empty?
0: Yes, yes. I'm literally staring at the computer screen. It's 5.30 in the morning. It's like the sun's barely peeking out. No one's there to bother me. Like, I am with a fresh, you know, cup of coffee. I'm so happy. I sit there. I look at this money. And then all of a sudden, I, like, I I can tell that I'm, like, selling myself on how I'm supposed to feel because I'm not feeling good. And I'm, like... Yeah. And I'm like, God, this is when I like literally like made this like prayer that was like, it changed my life forever. I I lean back in my chair. I look up into the ceiling tiles and I'm like, God, why do I feel like this? I have all the money. I have all these cars and motorcycles and toys and the kids are in my life. Everyone's happy. Everyone's healthy. You know, no, I don't owe anybody any money. Like, like I have more money than, than I've ever had in my life. Like, God, why do I feel like this? You say him, I,
2: I have more money than maybe even you, God. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I you know, would not say that. <laughs> there's any special, <expression, laughs> you know, more money than God. That's what I was just joking. <laughs> yeah,
0: but there, there was quite a bit, you know, and, and that's what was so, um, so weird about the situation was like, when you get to that point, you, you're supposed to like be happy. And I'm not like, it was abundantly clear. I was not happy. So I'm like, God, I have the cars, the toys, the kids, like what, what's going on? And he like, he speaks to me and he, and he speaks to me in that same voice that he did that day. He told me to stop drinking. He said, son, you're done closing mortgages. Don't close any more mortgages. You're out of the business. Yeah. I'm like, uh, God, you know, I'm pretty good at this. I, thing. I, I, didn't, uh, I didn't mean it. Sorry, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, I'm really good at this thing. And And by the way, I've got five employees that are counting on me and their families are counting on me. I've got a lease. I've got this. I've got that. I've got all these expenses. What do you mean I'm done? Like, I've got money in the bank, but the the, the amount of money I spend on, on a weekly and daily and monthly basis is like, that's not gonna be there for that much longer, like with how much money I'm spending. And he's like, you're done closing mortgages. Now I'm like pacing in my office, Rich. Like I'm like walking and talking to God. And I'm like, God, what do you mean? Like, this doesn't make any sense. And the only thing that he would give me is, a couple of things he would say, you're done. Don't close any more mortgages, and you're way bigger. I built you to be way bigger and stronger than you are today. You're not gonna help families move, you know, move families into a house and help one family at a time. You're not doing that anymore. You're you're made for something way bigger than that. And I mean, this is like a booming conversation, if you can imagine. And then the uh my team started kind of filing into their cubicles and their offices and their desks and so the conversation kind of ended and uh, I went into my office and I just kind of started doing my, my normal day. And uh, it was, it was, it, it was the same feeling that I had that that day when he told me to stop drinking, because this was like a big change for me, you know? So. Yeah. I mean, what did, what did you do? Well, it's not that I forgot about the conversation. It was just like, okay, well I'm going to get into work mode now. Like literally, like it wasn't even like I had the conversation, which was really odd. Almost like God wanted me to like, just get back into the mortgage business. Or get back into working in the mortgage business. Like he told me I was done, but then like he didn't stop me from making calls. Like he didn't tell me to not make a call. So I just got on the phone, I started selling. What was great was I set up my business and my company around only talking to usually the husband or or the decision maker in the family about their mortgage. And when I would spend five or 15 minutes with them, whatever it took, to like gain their trust and understand what they really needed and they wanted to work with me then I would have my team close their transaction. Like I wouldn't collect their paperwork or calculate their income or do any of that stuff. My team would. And me doing that, like really like let me shine. Cause like me building relationships with families was like my greatest gift at that time. So I would just do that. And the numbers were, were huge. Like we were, I was bringing in two to five new loans every single day. So I'm on the phone and I'm expecting to bring in a couple of of new loans. I'm expecting to close a couple of new loans, like or a couple of older loans that are in the pipeline. Like it's like a revolving door. Well, people are canceling, things aren't closing. People are telling me no on the front end. Like I'm trying to get new business and everyone's saying cool. no. Yeah, <laughs> and like no one says no to me. Like I, I'm not trying to like sound prideful right now. It's it's the truth though. Like I was yeah, one were of the best in the well. business.
2: It was so easy, and then all of a sudden the things changed.
0: Yeah. Like abrupt change. Like people are saying your rates are too high. Your fees are too high. I'm going with someone else. Someone told me that we're taking
2: God say, like, I told you so.
0: (laughs) Not yet. No, not yet. So that's day one after the conversation. Day two starts. I'm there early. I'm ready to go. I'm selling. I'm selling. I'm selling. I'm building relationships. Everyone's saying no. Things are literally exploding before my very eyes. Like I don't even remember how much money like we didn't bring in and what we lost in these couple of days. It was like very substantial. The whole day, second day, day two after this conversation with God, tell me I'm done. No new mortgages, no current closings happening. Things getting delayed, not happening, canceling, like craziness. Like appraisals not coming in, so the deals are dead.
2: Did you start um reflecting on the conversation or was it out of your mind still?
0: It still was out of my mind, which was like I said, odd. Like I couldn't imagine. I, I couldn't. I look back at it now, and I'm like, idiot. Like, come on, man. Like, come on. You know what happened? What was happening? He told you you were done, and it wasn't working. So I go in for the third day, and the whole morning, same as 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 it's been for the last couple of days. Like everyone's saying, no, things are crashing. I look at my calendar. I got a chiropractor appointment. I'm like, okay, it's perfect. Now I get to go in. And get my adjustment. I get adjustments once a week, at least I did back then. And it would give me like energy and make me feel good, not hurt. I just wanted this energy. So I'm in the waiting room and at the chiropractor's office. And I was so happy to get out of the office, you know, just so I could breathe. And I'm in the chiropractor's waiting room and God speaks to me again in this same booming voice. He says, Delete your database. Now, oh my God, when he, yes. <laughs> That's what I said. Oh, my God. What? Delete my database. Just, just so is everyone... Thank God.
2: Thank God you didn't hear God say, lose my number, buddy. That would be yeah, horrible. Exactly.
0: I know. <laughs> okay. So I'm like, this is 22 years of my blood, sweat, and tears. This is my CRM. This is my database. It's got all my uh, my notes. It's got all my active files, my closed files, my return customers, my paid data. Like it's got... It's got Hundreds and hundreds of thousands of records in there of pieces of information that I've built over twenty two years he's like, delete it. He's like, "Do you trust me?" and I'm thinking, "Well, yeah, I do. I mean, you told me to stop drinking my life's way better. Do I listen so I deleted my tech was so high, I literally pulled out my phone in the waiting room. I hit delete, go to the trash folder, and hit delete it was It was a system connected with with google with Google Docs and everything that we had, so it was really easy. <laughs> for me to delete it. So I delete it. And then the fear sets in. I'm like freaking out. What am I going to do? Like, this is real. Now I like, can't go back. Like I could, I could probably like market and try to get new business, but like, like God definitely doesn't want me to do this anymore. So I go back. They call me back for my adjustment right after I put it in the trash folder. So I got no more chance to talk to God because now I'm distracted. I got to go into the back I go in the back, I lay on the table. My body is like a wreck laying on the table and the chiropractor that's been working on me, the same guy for for a while, he's like pushing on me. He's like, man, you're like, you got a lot of stress in your life. What's going on? I'm like, if you only knew what happened in your waiting room and long story short, I got out of there and then I did what I knew what to do. I, I drove back to the mortgage company into my office. I walk into the office and I just shut the door and, uh, Kind of start freaking out again, you know. It's like, what am I going to do now?
2: Okay. All right, well, so, gonna
0: yeah. So I'm, I'm like praying. I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? I'm faithful. I'm listening. I deleted my database. What do I do? I'm not going to try to figure out a way to close another deal. Like, what do I do? He says, go home and play with your kids. And tomorrow, get up early and walk with me. Just go for a walk with me, and I'll tell you what to do. Huh. Because you've had, a, you've had enough for today. <laughs> okay. So I go home. My kids are freaking out, looking at me like dad, you're home early. It's during the week. Like what's going on? I'm like, Hey, I'm here. You know, I got everything done today. Let's, let's hang out. So I'm playing drums with my kid, my, my little boy, my little girls, like learning how to walk. Um, I'm playing with her. Like, it's amazing. I'm having such a great time with my, with, with my kids. And, uh, the next morning is when everything started to change for me forever. I, uh, I was driving into the office, even though like, I didn't know why, but I was like headed towards the office and like, instead of going to the office, like my truck drove to the park. Like, I don't know, Rich, have you ever been like driving and then like, you wanted to go somewhere, but you didn't end up there and you ended up somewhere else. Have you ever had that happen to you?
2: Yeah, it happens a lot when we move. I'm, I'm programmed to go, you know, to the old house, but also too like sometimes driving with my wife, she's like, sweetheart, where are you going? I'm like, I don't know.
0: yeah that's kind of what was happening for me so i pull into the park and i'm not a park guy okay i played baseball my whole life like yeah i like i'm familiar with the park i'm familiar with baseball fields i'm familiar with like being outside but i I don't go to the park i go to the office and i make money then i go home and play with the family you know like so it's kind of out of my element so I, i show up to the park and i'm like well i'm here god's like get out of the truck so i get out of the truck we start going for a walk together and I'm having a conversation back and forth with God. And I'm like, God, what do I do? Like, what do you want me to do? And he gives me little crumbs. And he gives me a couple things to work on for the day, but nothing like mortgage related, like life related, like almost like unwinding things. Like what? I'm like, Well, I asked him some strategic questions. One of the questions was, God, how do I get out of this lease? Like I'm out of the mortgage business. Great. I'm not going to fight you on that. I deleted my database. I'm doing what you told me to do. How do I get out of this lease? There's two and a half years left. He tells me strategically what to do. He says, Call the president Greg. Yeah, he I'll tell you. He he calls, he tells me to call Greg and he says, tell Greg you're going to give him your entire active pipeline, which are the loans that are in process to close. They haven't closed yet, but they're in there, right? Applications are in, appraisals are going, underwriting is going. Like it's they're they're, they're gonna be paid on, right? There's a lot of them. He's like, give them all of those and tell them in return. Um, you want him to take over the lease, you're out. You're not going to be responsible anymore. And he'll make that deal with you. And I'm thinking about it. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll do it. I don't know what he's going to say. I call him up. He, he's first shocked because I'm like, oh, Greg, I'm done. I'm out. He's like, uh, what do you mean? Are you sure? I'm like, yeah, I'm done. He's like, well, is there anything I can do to keep you? And I'm like, no, I'm not going anywhere else. Like I'm done. Like I'm not closing another mortgage and you can have my entire pipeline. In return, you're going to take over the lease. I didn't even ask him. I told him. And I said, if you take over the lease, I will give you the pipeline. And he says, okay, that's that's a great that's a great deal. I'll do it. I knew that he was going to make a lot of money on that transaction because there's a lot of money there. Plus, he could sublease the 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 rent out in the building, or he could put more staff from the corporate office in that building. So, well, well question, good
2: question here. These X number of years that this was going on, you were having conversations with God. Did you tell anybody, or were you afraid to tell anybody? You know, did you tell anybody, and did they say anything? Like what? what were your conversations like with other people about this or were there none?
0: Yeah. So there was various, that's a great question. There was various conversations about, you know, my connection with God and I would, I would attract others that would, that would have good connections with God. I didn't really um, have a lot of friends or really anybody that could, that could like say that they had these connections or these conversations at the, at the depths that I was having them. But I was surrounding myself around people that would that would that would be in the same belief system as me on purpose. You know because this felt good. Like it didn't feel bad. I wasn't serving the wrong, you know, side here. Like I knew that there was something good about this. And the reason why is because every single time I'd listen to God, like I would I would make a move and the move everyone would would benefit. It wasn't like a zero sum game, you know, like where the football team has to score and when they score they win and the other team loses. It wasn't anything like that. It was like when I do this with my kids, they get filled up with joy and happiness and love. And so do I. Or when I do, when I make this call to Greg, like I'm out of a financial commitment and he's whole financially, like it was, it was, everyone was winning. So like when someone would ask me like, man, you're making some moves pretty quickly. And I'm like, yeah, I listen to God. They're like, well, you got to have a logical mind around this. And I'm like, no, you don't. Not if you have a connection you, like um, I do.
2: Did you ever go back to Greg and to your dad and to other people that you had these you know, crazy conversations with and ask him, you know, Hey, now that it's been X number of years, do you remember what you felt when we had this conversation?
0: No, I, I don't. I don't, I don't spend any time with Greg anymore. I mean, he's, he's, he's happy. I, I've spent a call or two with him wrapping up some of my own personal stuff, you know, some of my own personal business with him. But other than that, no, yeah. we don't have that conversation. My dad, my dad, you know, says, "Wow, you know, you you definitely made some changes. This is amazing." My dad's happy.
2: Obviously, you know, do what you want, but it might be interesting to one day contact Greg and say, "Hey, you know, remember when we had that crazy conversation where I gave you the book of business and you took over the lease? Like, what did you think when we had that conversation? What did you feel? Do you remember anything about it?" And maybe he'll say something interesting to you. I don't know. Maybe somehow he got a feeling or an inkling or he heard something or who knows that You weren't privy to when he said, Okay, you know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I could do that. And I and I I probably will someday. I'm just so laser focused now on like what I'm doing. Like I it's almost like I don't want to go back into my past. Not because it was bad. Hmm. It's just my my future is so strong and so full of of connection and and abundance that it's it's really amazing like where I live today. Like so I, I I developed this rhythm. So like the next day. My my concern was I open up the, the walk the very next day with God and I say, God, I need some help with my five employees. Like they're counting on me. It's been a couple of days. They don't know what's going on. They're freaking out. I'm not showing up to the office. They're used to me being there all day. Like, I gotta take care of them. Two of the five actually fixed their credit, saved, saved down payments, and bought their first home as as they've been working with me because they were in that environment of purchasing <laughs> homes, you know. So it wasn't like it wasn't like these, these guys were like, oh, I gotta like get a new job so I can pay rent. No, they're like, I got a mortgage, I got family, you know? So I had some pressure on me. So I, I bring this to God and I'm like, God, how do I take care of the employees? And he's like, son, and he's like speaking to me clearly now. He's like, and I'll never forget these words that he said. He said, son, the corporate office wants your team. The corporate office loves your system. You close more than everybody does. Your flow is better. You have created something that's amazing with those girls and those few guys. Like they will take on all of your employees. Just call over there. So went back to the office. I called over there. They're, they're like, yeah, we'll take them all. Are you kidding me? And I'm like, you got to pay them at least what I'm paying them or more to have them. That's the deal. And they're like, yeah, no problem. So they actually took on four salaries on, in one day at once. The fifth person, yeah, the fifth person. They wanted to to go out on their own, which was cool. That was their decision. But like, I now I feel good. Like everyone's winning. I listen to God, right? Like, I would have never come up with that ever. Like that just was my mind is not capable of coming up with something that's smart. Even though like maybe someone from the outside is looking at it, going, "Oh, you could do that." Like I didn't think of that, you know, at all. God told me. So I keep doing this. Like every day, I'm walking, and like I'm and literally for the first thirty to forty five days. After this, like original, you're done. You're done with mortgages. God is like helping me unwind everything strategically in my life, financially, like everything. Like I'm taking wow. apart, like destruct, just de- dis- taking apart like the Legos of this huge skyscraper that I built, you know, of of, of just financial uh, abundance, but also burden because there's a lot of things that are involved in the situation I was in. So. I strategically figure out, and strategic is my favorite word. You'll hear me use it quite a few few times.
2: You're very strategic about it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to go to God strategically. Because if I go to him with the right questions, he'll give me the right answers. If I get the right answers, my life will get better. So that's what I'm going to do. So I started setting an intention in the morning. I God, my intention today for this walk is to work out this situation or to get guidance on this. So I would like set the stage, but I would set the stage with humility. I'd be humble about it. I'm not giving orders to God. I'm just letting God know my preference is I'd like to work on this with you today. It was very good when I started doing that. Then the second thing that I would do is I would get into gratefulness. I get into gratitude. I would literally talk to God about the last 24 hours of my day, like how great some of the highlights were. I got to do this. I got to, I got to, you know race with my with my with my race car, I got to ride the the motorcycles, I got to play with the kids, I got to you know cook an amazing steak on the grill, like whatever it was. Like I would like tell God and acknowledge to God that like I was able to really enjoy these things over the last day. So now I'm in gratitude. So I set an intention, I'm in gratitude. And then the third piece to this rhythm is I would let God know where I was. Like I would be honest. I'd be like God, I want you to know I am here with my financial purpose. Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do, but I know that there's something coming and I'm just waiting for that, for that, for that, for that set of instructions. When you give it to me, I'll be ready to act. I just want you to know, like, that's where I'm at. Or I'd be like, this is where I'm at in my body and health. Like, I ate really good today. I worked out really good today. Here's where I'm at with my relationships. Like, God knows. This is what I realized. Like, God knows, Rich, like where I'm at because he's watching me. But the second that just, I like, um, become honest... So I'm just, I realized that the second that I was like copping to it or like being honest with God, like this is where I'm at. Like I'm looking in the mirror, talking to God. Like I noticed that it would like open God up. It would like open me up to hear God and it would open God up to speak more to me. So I would like set an intention. I would get into gratitude. Then I would lay on the table, like where I was strategically in the three core areas of my life, like my, like my money, my body and my relationships. And then it was like wide open like wide open for me to get coaching from God. And then that's where that fourth piece or that rhythm kind of, I developed as I was walking like every day for, I've been walking every day for a long time now. And the the fourth piece was, now I'm gonna ask God directly for coaching in the three target areas of life. I'm gonna ask God, what am I supposed to do? What's my direction and my focus for my financial purpose? What's my direction and my focus for my body and health? What's my direction and my focus for my relationships? And God would just start speaking to me. It was amazing. It seems
2: like it's, um, um happening. No, it is amazing. I mean, how ma- How many people have you run into where they they say, hey, they pray, but they hear nothing, or they're not sure, or they're, you know, you. I don't want to say you're lucky, but it does seem like an unbelievable stroke of luck for you to have this opportunity and this ongoing opportunity. But how many people do you run into again that are frustrated, and are you able to help them?
0: You're you're absolutely right. Like how many times are we searching for answers? Like, There is men on this call that is going to be listening to this podcast. They're going to be listening to this message. They're going to be listening to me and listening to you. And they're going to be like, man, if I just knew what the real answer was to get my marketing right or get my sales right or get my fulfillment right, like I would blow my business out of the water. I would make that, that, that million dollars I've been wanting you to make forever. You know what I mean? Like if, if that man was sitting here and like knew the right answers, Could you imagine like how much business people could create from just knowing like what to do?
2: Well, when you, when you, I don't know when you started telling people about this, but what were their reactions? Were people like, why can't I have that? You know, were they, were they jealous? Were they envious? Were they curious? Like what kind of responses did you get? And do you get when you relate this story? Yeah,
0: it is a lot of curiosity. They're like, well, it's worth a shot at like, I can try asking God for help. And if God helps me, I can see the upside to this. Like there, there's not a downside for me to trying this or giving this a shot for me, asking God for directions and instructions, I'm going to try it. You know, it's not going to hurt me to try. That's been like an overwhelming or overarching theme of going, you know, even if you know God or you don't know God, like I'm going to try this because I've always been looking for answers and it's not just with their money. Like a lot of people are looking for answers in their body and health. A lot of people are looking for their answers on how to show up for their wife, or their kids. Like there's so many areas in your life that if we just had the specific instructions, the real instructions, the right steps to take, and we took them, like our lives would be full of abundance. So like, that's like my message to everyone, especially the alpha masculine men that I'm looking for right now, because those are the men that are supposed to lead their families. Like there's so many men out there that are, that are, that, that's got this like urge to do more but they just don't know like where to to focus or point their power and their and their and their force and their focus. And if they knew it, if they just asked God they would they would change things forever.
2: Was it was it ever not clear to you? Like did a thought come to your mind and you thought is that me or God? You know, or it seems like it was clear to you every time, like abundantly clear. But I would think to many 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 people like it's it's not clear at all.
0: Yeah. So there was a lot. That's a great question. There was a lot of that in the early stages of of my relationship that I built with God. Is this me or is this God? And this is how I was able to navigate through that was there were certain techniques that I learned and I developed and God shared with me to make sure that it was him and not me. First, first step in that is getting into a flow state, which means you've got to be walking when you're going to God. You can't be sitting. It's not a sit and talk with God. It's a walk and talk with God. It's a God walk because when you're walking, Uh, your defense goes down, Rich. Like you're in this flow state. Have you ever felt like, have you ever went on a walk and you like had no objection, but you just went on a walk and like some crazy thought came to you and like changed your life forever. Can you ever recall anything like that happening to you? I don't know. I've had promptings,
2: but I guess my only way to reconcile with my own mind is like, does this make sense? Is this like So what I've discovered and it hasn't been too long. That I've been seeking and all that. Like, I really haven't seen any bad things associated with God. You know, like the people I talked to that were prompted and they felt like they were prompted. They all did good things. They, none of them did terrible things that that backfired. Like you just said, you know, through the whole forty-five minutes so far. So that gave me a lot of confidence to be like, okay, if I get a prompting and mine, I feel like they're just thoughts that come in my head. I've never heard a voice or any of that, but I kind of do like maybe a gut check. Like, is this a good thing or a bad thing? They're usually good things, and so i I do them, but I haven't had any problems doing them again. it's always been good things like that, like I've had a you know one of my teenagers you know we had a lot of difficulty with her, and I kind of got the prompting like just love her, you know, don't yell, don't scream, don't give ultimatums, love her as best you can and in any way you can so i mean who could who could argue with that so yeah, I did, and it it definitely started to help and get better and all that so but but still there's always that nagging like is that me or is that God? Or, you know, like, yeah, how does anyone know when it, and then I thought at one point, well, maybe it doesn't matter. Well, as long as it was a good thought and all that, uh, go with it. But it still doesn't answer the question for me, I guess. Good.
0: Well, that's, that's part of the answer is, is that, and just, so you know, me listening to you, that's God directing you on how to show up for your daughter guaranteed because that's what your daughter needed. That's what your daughter needs or needed. Whenever you got that prompting, that prompting mm-hmm. was from God for sure. I'm connected myself and I know that that is a prompting from God because it I just want to hear the that booming
2: voice. I want to be yeah. like, you know, smacked in the head or I rather, I like to have the experiences you have, but then again, I know there's probably going to be, you know, like I was just thinking the past, let's say the past 15 minutes, you know, what if I had an experience like that? And all of a sudden I got afraid for a second and I thought, Oh no, if I really want this and I say, all right, God, tell me what to do. What if he tells me something radical like you? And I already started getting scared thinking about that. So yeah. yeah, just being totally honest with what's going on. About oh yeah.
0: Yeah. No. And I appreciate that. Like that, that's like real. And that's what we need to talk about. Like I've stacked so much evidence on these scary situations that I've been put in. At least I thought they were scary, you know, quitting a multiple seven figure business and throwing away money and, and and, and getting out of financial commitments and taking care of employees and, not knowing what my next step was. Like I jumped out of a plane without a parachute, it felt like. Like I get it, man. Like I know that it's scary. It's just when you take smaller steps and you and you listen to the that inner voice, you start stacking evidence on top of each other. Like you've already got a set of evidence right now. You know that you were prompted when you were walking and it, you were told to do something with your daughter and it worked out well. So the next thing you need to do is you just got to remember that and then you got to ask for more prompting. When you get more prompting and you get something, you take action on that then you're going to watch the situation going to be like, "Damn, that wasn't, that wasn't me. Like, that's exciting. And then now you've got two stacks of evidence or you get two layers of evidence that you're getting something from, from someone else. That's what this is all about. You don't know. There probably isn't going to be that many men that are going to be able to like have the courage that, that I had. And I don't mean that like in a, in a, in a combative way. It's just like, it was kind of crazy what I did. Like I can acknowledge that like pretty gnarly. It's nuts. At the same time, you you don't have to start like that. You can start with with how you show up with, you know, with your daughter, you know, as a father. And then looking mm-hmm. at that situation, going, That was good. Let, let me do more. You when know? when so, is
2: there a, a turning point for someone? You know, like is it I'm I'm sure I know every case is different, you know, standard disclaimer, but for some people, it sounds like from talking to them, there's a sudden rush and all of a sudden they they're like, they had this experience, and they're like, All right, I believe. And then other people yeah. tell me it was like slowly over time, building up. But still, like, like for you and for other people that you've coached, is there a turning point? Is there a magical day or an instance yeah. where things change dramatically for that person?
0: Absolutely. Here's where it is. It's, it's different for every single man that walks with God. But here is the for sure telltale sign. When consistency is there, it will happen. Guaranteed. You will have the burning bush sensation. And one way or another, you will experience it. You will feel God and you will know it's God. What you have to do though is you need to walk with God every morning until you know who you're talking to is God. It might take you seven days. It might take you 14 days. It might take you 37 days. But I can promise you, if you walk with God for 30 days in a row and you do what he's telling you to do and you're connected and you do what I told you in the very beginning of this podcast, like you set an intention, you get into gratitude, you be honest with God, and then you ask him for direction and coaching, you will get God talking to you. For sure. It's a guarantee. And when wow. you start taking action on that, if you do it enough, your life will exponentially change. It will. Like the, how many times did we spend 10 grand, 20 grand, 50 grand, hundred grand on coaching, you know, a coaching yep. program or a yep. package or whatever, you know, and it's like, man, now you got to read 87 pages. You got to watch 76 videos. You got to do all this stuff. And then you're going to get a result. You got to do the work. This is the same conversation, but here's the difference. If you just spend a little bit of time every morning, the guarantee is you will get a result that is exponentially stronger than anything you've ever worked at before. And the true reason behind that is because you'd be operating in Godspeed. That's why the company that yeah. I'm representing is Godspeed with Daniel. It's Godspeed. We're not human speed. I'm not operating in human speed. I'm not learning how, I'm not going to you know, some great funnel hacking event and learning how to build a funnel and then getting customers. Like, that's not what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, like, I know. Cool. I know very well. <laughs> yeah, of course you do. Like everybody does, right? Like it's good. That's what people need how, need to know how to run funnels and run paid traffic and all that good stuff. But that's human speed, right? But when you connect with God strategically, now you're in God's speed. There's There's a complete different racetrack you're jumping on in in a completely different car you're driving when you're working with God, I can guarantee you that.
2: But here, so you mentioned like alpha males, people that are running their own businesses, let's say, and you know, those people are used to using their own mind and making all kinds of judgments and decisions. So like for them to listen to someone else, I mean, even though that person is God, I mean, it's still, it, it just seems like for those kind of people, for which I think I'm one, um, it's just hard. It's like, I've been relying on my what I think is my own mind for so long. Like, how can I turn it over to someone else, even if the results will yeah. be
0: amazing? Well, I guess the first question is, do you want the results to be amazing? Let's talk about that first. Do you want them to be amazing? Yeah,
2: definitely. Yeah.
0: Then I think it's worth a shot. That's and you true, have evidence that you've told hurt, me.
2: Really.
0: Yeah. You've already told me about your daughter. I'm sure there's other, for instances, we could stack right now, the evidence that you need. Like, if you really think about it, you got more evidence than just your daughter and loving her. Sure. Positive. I feel like
2: I do, but, but I also feel like it's funny. I, you know, I, I went over the story of Exodus and I thought these people are like just whiny whores, no matter what God does them, they keep crying, crying in the desert. And I thought, wait a minute, I'm doing the same thing, <laughs> but it still didn't stop. Me. But at least I realized, okay, yeah, I'm no better than them. You know, like the, it's like Janet Jackson, you know, what have you done for me lately is like playing in my soul here.
0: Yeah. You can start tomorrow morning. You can start right now. God God's not upset with you. He's not upset with anyone. Regardless of what, you know, box you put a religious box you put around God, and this is not a religious conversation at all. There's no rules in my message. You can go to God going to church, you can go to God not going to church. You can go to God reading the Bible, you can go to God not reading the Bible. That there's no rules here. All I'm saying is, is if you walk with God tomorrow and you ask him what to do strategically, he's going to give you some information. You take action on that and then you do it tomorrow. And then you do it the next day and the next day and the next day and the next day. day. You will see things happening in your life that you can't explain. And you will grow faster than you've ever grown in your life before. And your business will too.
2: But have you, you know, like, have you had people that they hear nothing for like days one through 30? And then all of a sudden, if they stick with it, they hear something. Or is it pretty quick for most people?
0: It's pretty quick for most people. Now, I've developed an app as I'm walking with God and I've got this rhythm, like I'm doing this rhythm every day. And I realized that I I got so good at channeling all of this information and all of this coaching from God, like so strategically that like he would dump paragraphs of golden nuggets to me. And I'm like, I can't miss any of this. And I'm not going to stop my walk and like try to type or try to write this down, but I can't remember all of it. Cause remember, Rich I was asking about my financial purpose. I was asking about my body and health I'm asking about my relationships like that's huge, that's like my whole life and I'm asking them this every day so what i what I started doing was I started pulling out my phone and I started hitting the record on like a like a note like a voice note and I would like I would ask the question like God, what's my direction and focus to maximize my financial purpose? I would pause, I would keep walking, and then when I felt these ideas or these inspirations, or these thoughts come into my head, when I was in this flow state, I would then speak them out loud into my phone. And it would would record all of the stuff into my phone. So then at the end of my walk, I would have paragraphs and pages of God's coaching, of God's revelation, of God's inspired thought. And that's what I would, I would go back to my home office at that time. And I would literally like, look at the bullets and look at the golden nuggets. And then I would take action on what he told me to do. And and I, I just start doing that over and over again. And it, it was amazing. So I'm there on a walk one day and he's like, okay, you know how to do this. You're setting an intention. You're getting into gratitude. You're laying it on the table and you're asking for guidance. Those four steps is what you're going to teach men how to do. And I'm like, okay, great. How am I going to do this? I'm like, Tell me how, like, you are the greatest ever. Like, this makes so much sense. I feel so lucky. I'm so thankful. I'm so blessed. Like, thank you for letting me be a part of this. How do I do it? He's like, you're going to build an app. And I'm like, great. I don't know how to build an app. <laughs> he's like, you're going to hire these people.
2: So he's like, I've got this great app. developer in India. You know, that I'll recommend you to. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I, uh, I'm just listening to God, right? He, he says, you're going to build an app. So I built an app. Uh, it's called the God Walk app. So anyone that's listening, they can go to it right now. It's either on the Android or or the iPhone. Um, either, either way, you go into your app store and you literally type in the Godwalk app and uh, the Godwalk app. When you type that in, you will find the Godwalk app. And inside the app is where you have all the God Walks. You can literally click God Walk, And inside the app, when these men go there, they literally are going to read the question. They're going to be in a flow state. They're going to be walking. They can go to the park. They can go wherever they want. You don't have to go to a park, but that was just like what I did, right? So you can walk wherever. You can walk down the street. Just don't get hit, right? Be careful. But as you're walking, you're going to read the questions inside the app. And then you're going to hit voice to text and you're going to answer them. The first three sections are going to be your answers. You're going to tell God your intention. You're going to tell God your gratitude. You're going to tell God where you're at in those three areas. You're going to lay it on the table, like I said. But then the fourth section, this is where, this is where the revelation comes in. You're going to read the first question in that, in that section where it's going to say, God, what is my focus and direction to maximize my financial purpose? You're going to get silent. You're going to keep walking. You're going to get these ideas. You're going to get this revelation. You're going to get this inspiration. You're going to get God's coaching coming right into your head. Might be a voice like what I hear that I've developed. It might be just thoughts. It might just be ideas. It, 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 it's different for every man. But here's what's beautiful. All you need to do is just speak it into the app and the app's going to record it. Then you're going to be able to go back to your desk, your office, your home, wherever you're at, and you're going to be able to look at that inside your Godwalk log in the app, and you're going to be able to see everything. It's going to be recorded. It's going to be clean. It's going to be all right there, to where you can literally take action from what God told you to do. It's amazing.
2: So, what are yeah. what are some of the uh, what's some of the interesting feedback you've gotten from from people that just you know delighted you or was just really impactful upon you?
0: Well, here's the thing. The fulfillment with this company is the strongest fulfillment any man has ever produced. And I say that very confidently. The fulfillment is so strong because it's directly connected to God. And God is literally the fulfillment provider on this software. Like, this is a very hard concept for people to understand at the beginning of this. But just think about this for a second. There's huge gurus that are coaches that are multi-millionaires and billionaires that have helped so many people in so many families. But what they've done is they've taught these, these people and these families their own conception of what to do in business and in life and in health and in relationships and all that stuff. What I'm doing is I'm just connecting people to God. I'm stepping out of the way. I'm not the coach. I'm not the guru. I'm just connecting men to God. And then those men are getting the information from God on what they're supposed to do. It's customized information from the creator of our world. Like there's nobody better than God to be able to tell you what to do with your life. So that's why it's so powerful. So to answer your question, when men start to walk, they never stop. They walk, they walk, they, they walk forever. It's not like a, Oh, I lost 30 pounds. Now I'm going to stop dieting. And I'm going to gain yeah. it all back. Like, that's not what happens here. Like, people keep walking because they feel it. They see it. People around them are like, what are you doing? You're different. It's amazing. Your business exploded. Your look at your body. Look at you and your wife. Like when people look at me and my wife, always like when we're on, like when we're when we're traveling together or something, there's like someone that's that's walking by or sitting next to us. They always look at us and they go, how long have you guys been married? You know, they, they like they want to know because the bond that we have is like in you can't penetrate it. And the reason why is because I've been told directly from God how to show up for my wife. Same thing with my body. Same thing with this movement in my business. Like God tells yeah. me what to do.
2: Are there days where you don't have much to ask? You're just walking or do you always have a lot to ask every single day.
0: So every single day, there's always something that I need to work on. I always need to grow every single day. My my days, I I hit the gym and I walk with God. That's the first two activities that that I do every single day. And um, there's always something I need to work on. So there's always a conversation. And I'm always, interviewing. remember, I'm always setting an intention. I'm always getting into gratitude. And I'm always telling God where I'm at over the last 24 hours in those three target areas. So there's a lot for me to talk about to God and a lot for me to check in with God. And then when I ask God for those those focuses and those directions at the bottom of, of my God walk, um, there's always something that he's telling me to do. Sometimes it's, "Son, you're doing great. Continue, continue to lift the way you've been lifting. Continue to eat the way you've been eating. Great." Like I get that a lot because I'm so connected to God and I'm doing what God wants me to do every single day. Like I don't, I don't go a day without listening to God in these three core areas of life. So my God walks, and and, and if you were to look at my God walk log, it's a little different than everybody else's because of the consistency. And, and the relationship that I built, but that doesn't mean that you can't have that too. It's just, you, you got to get to work. You got to spend 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour a day, whatever it takes for you to get through these questions and get your connection right. Then your life will never what, be the same.
2: What happens if um someone's like, all right, I'm going to do this. And it's the first thing I'm going to do every day, but they do it and stuff comes up, you know, their life calls and they need help or I don't know, they slept horribly the night before, or, Something happens, they have to go to this appointment, and you know how do you not let it disrupt your walk? How do you make sure you get the walks yeah. in every day
0: it 's a great question, so first thing that I tell everyone, get up an hour earlier, oh my God, i got to sleep in no, nope. get up an hour earlier that's the first first piece of advice if that doesn 't work for some reason and you can 't do that, then you walk with God when you can here 's the thing: when you walk with God enough, you will make it a point to walk with God because you'll, i can 't live without god 's direction. Like I, I could, I could, okay, but I won't. The decision that I made a long time ago was I will be directed every day of my life, regardless of what's going on, because when God directs my steps, my steps are way more potent than when I'm trying to direct my steps. It, it's 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 just, it's so easy for me to see because I've been doing it so long. So you gotta get to that rhythm. So you start, you do it, you miss a day and then and you're gonna feel like shit. You just will. But then you do it on the third day and the fourth day and the fifth day, and you're like, "Oh my God, this is awesome!" You're gonna keep doing it. Then then you'll be then you'll be hooked on 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 God and God's direction. Then your life will be amazing. Hmm. Um,
2: once you do your walk, the rest of the day, are you just in normal, like, you know, normal mode, or are you trying to talk with God multiple times a day, or you know, is there a point yeah. where it's too much? You're not doing what you need to do just for your own self.
0: So it's never in, now this is my opinion here. Okay. It's never, I can never have too much conversations with God. I can't, there's just no way. Here's the other thing that, that, that people will realize as they start walking with God, I have more hours in the day than anyone else when I'm connected to God, because God is telling me exactly what to do. I don't have to figure anything out. Like how many times are you throwing spaghetti on the wall and seeing if it sticks? If it falls, you throw another piece of spaghetti on there to see if that sticks. If that falls, you throw another one. I don't throw spaghetti. Like I know it will land every single time because God told me to do it strategically. So I have more time in my day because I'm not doing crap. I'm not wasting my time. So that's another way that I operate and and I do it every day. Like even on Saturday and Sunday, I walk with God. Like Saturday and Sundays are amazing. Like I don't just take the weekends off. Like, I'm walking with God every single day, regardless. Okay.
2: Um, so how long have you been doing this, you know, this Godspeed effort? And what are some of the things that have happened in your life as you've done it?
0: Yeah. So the God Walk app just came online for the public. We've been in testing for a long time with it. I've been walking with God for a while myself. I've had a connection with God for years. You remember back in 2010 was when I started first connecting with God. And I wasn't walking with God consistently back then, but I was always in connection. Since I've been walking with God, my life has changed completely. I have an opportunity to have the biggest business I've ever had in my life because of what I'm doing. I have my body is healthier, stronger. My muscles are bigger. I have more energy than I've ever had in my life. My relationships are incredible with my children. I have more sex with my wife than men believe. Like, I don't want to tell you how many times a day I have sex, but I just like, I have a lot of sex, rich and all with my wife. Okay. (laughs) Let me get this straight. But, but the thing is like, the reason why I have so much sex is because we're so into each other because we're fulfilled. Like we were meant to be together. Like God made her for me and God made me for her. Like we're a match. We're soulmates. And like my life is incredible. So exponentially, everything has changed for my life. I'm full of abundance and joy. That's like for me, the men that walk with God that I've watched, that has been in testing and the the men that I've been coaching and working with and training and, and hanging out with and even some of my friends that are doing this now, their lives are completely different. We will go from someone making $100,000 in a year to making a million dollars that next year, 10 times in their income because they're literally doing what they're supposed to do. They're not guessing anymore. All right. I have a I have a lot of men that you know lost thirty pounds, forty pounds because in keeping it off because they changed their lifestyle because they're doing what they're supposed to do for God. You know, marriages, mm-hmm. marriages actually being repaired, or even men finding the right woman. Like there's so many like the, 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 we could talk forever about like how great it is to be connected to God. But just just think about it for a second. Like why wouldn't you try this? Why wouldn't you give God a chance to direct your steps? And why wouldn't you take action once you get that revelation? Like, there's no reason why you, you shouldn't give it a shot. That's true. Yeah. So oh. the last thing, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. go ahead. So the last thing that I want to mention, just because I feel really called to do, God put this in my heart about a month, month and a half ago. He told me that he needs me to find the right men to build an army for God. And this army is going to be men that are going to be directly connected to God. It's going to be a brotherhood. This, this group and this brotherhood is going to be masculine men that are willing to do whatever it takes to change the world for God. Like literally, like there's going to be some very, very high, high vibrational alpha men in this group. And if you're a man that is like, okay, I'm into this. I want to walk with God and I want to do this with the app. That's great. That's the first step here. But the second step is if you want to be considered to be a part of God's army and literally be directly connected to God, be a part of this exclusive brotherhood, to where we're going to meet every quarter. I'm going to be there. We're going to be meeting together. We're going to be working together as a brotherhood to be asking God for what we're supposed to do in our part for changing the world. Like, it's very clear to me, like what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to find the men, supposed to connect men to God. That's like how I'm changing the world. There's a lot of men out there that are sitting here listening and they're going, I am called to do something else. I'm called to do something. They might not even know what they're called to do, but they know it's something bigger. Than just walking with God, and making a bunch of money, and having a six-pack and muscles and a great wife. Like they know that, like they need something more than that to do. And if if that's the men that are listening to this, that they, they they need to apply and, and be considered to be a part of men of God and, and God's army. They can apply by going to uh, GodspeedwithDaniel.com. So GodspeedwithDaniel.com backslash men of God, and they can submit their application. They will talk directly with me, and we'll see if it's a fit. And, you know, we'll go from there and see, you know, I have specific instructions from God on who it is that I'm looking for uh, to create this army for God.
2: That's great. Last question. Uh, What about for women listening?
0: Yeah. So for women listening, um, I would recommend you have your husband or your boyfriend or your man listen to this podcast. I I am not against women. I love women. I, you know, I'm married to, to a woman. She's the greatest woman in the world. But I am specifically called to help men and masculine men. So there's a woman out there that is like, oh, my God, what about me? Make sure the person that you're with is listening to this podcast. It's a man. And um, there's a reason for that. And God hasn't given me all of that except for knowing that, you know, he wants men to be a part of this army. He wants men to be walking with him. He wants men to change the world for him.
2: Well, this may sound kind of, I don't know how it'll sound, but would you would you ask God at some point, uh, you know, what can women do instead of just only, you know, I know their partner, their husband uh, doing this would be very beneficial, but you know, they need to walk too. I'm sure. What can they yeah. do? Is there a, yeah, a so you know, it
0: doesn't have to be you, already, but maybe there's a yeah, resource. Our, I already know the answer to that, that part of it. The answer to that part of it is women are supposed to elevate their men. Women are supposed to be there to support their men, to bring their men up, to elevate their men. So the men can actually lead their family. See, he, here's the thing. Every single woman out there, wants a man to take care of them, wants a man to take care of them financially, wants a man to take care of them domestically, wants you know a man to put a, a roof over their head and feed them and take care of the kids and make sure they're feeling protected. They want a man that's going to help them emotionally and, and be their form spiritually and sexually. Like they, All these women out there want to be taken care of by a man. And that's how simple this conversation is. So those women need a man that's massively connected to God that can listen to God and be inspired by God to show up as the man they're supposed to be to lead that woman and lead that family.
2: Okay. Well, very good, Daniel. It's been a, you know very impactful conversation. And you know, can you just repeat the URL where where men can go yeah. to apply? We'll close yeah, up.
0: absolutely. Um so the Godwalk app is on the app store. You can download that right away you don't have to apply for that. You can literally grab the Godwalk app right away immediately. you can start walking with God. So just go on your app store the Godwalk app and you'll be able to download it and start walking with God. If you want to apply to be considered uh, in god's army and be a part of men of God, um, go to Godspeed with daniel again Godspeedwithdaniel.com backslash men of God. You can submit your application. You will get me on the phone. We will talk for a few minutes. I'll give you the parameters. I'll give you what we're looking for. If it's a fit, then you'll be a part of that brotherhood and a part of that army. If it's not a fit, that's okay. You can still walk with God. But like I said, I, there's specific things that we're looking for, for those men to be a part of of the men of, you know, men of God and God's army. Okay,
2: excellent. Well, Daniel, thank you so much for doing this podcast. It's uh, very impactful. Thank you for being here.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me, man. You're a great dude. I'm really, really excited about this. I know that there's men in your audience and listeners that are going to listen to this, that are they're going to change their life and they're going to change the lives of of their families for generations to come as they get connected to God. So thanks again for giving me this opportunity to share this message. If you like this podcast, please click the link in the description to subscribe and review us on iTunes.